Welcome to the session, everyone. Today, I will be talking about the origins of dis-ease and illness and the usual suspects that tend to cause most if, most, if not all of them. So there are many manifestations of symptoms, illness, and disease, but at the root of all of them is a handful of usual suspects that disrupt our ability to be healthy. So I hope that this session is enlightening and that you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Family Health Revolution podcast with Coach Carla Atherton, where she discovers, uncovers, explores, and reveals the secrets to true family health and wellness. I'm actually pretty surprised with myself going into this session today that I haven't addressed this before. I think I was really gunning to get a couple of topics onto the table um, that I really wanted to talk about uh, in the, those first episodes. And now finally with episode number 12, we're going to talk more about um, what is actually causing or at the seat of or the heart of or you know the causal factors um, and the origins of all disease and illness. And today we're going to call those things the usual suspects. And I'm pretty sure that's not an original term from me. I have no idea where I came across it, but it seemed pretty fitting to me at the time and it does now. So so before I get too far into solutions, which I like to do in the sessions that, that we have in these shows, um, I want I thought we should just back up to talk about the factors that cause all manner of disease and illness. And um, when we do this, in functional medicine, they call it root cause resolution. So it is finding the cause, right, of a specific symptom or disease or dysfunction or illness to find the solution. And so that is the lens um, through which I look at all manner of health um, and illness. And I want to look at what's causing it. And then that way we can unravel what to do. Um, one thing I want to say before we get into this list of usual suspects is that all disease is actually caused by a deficiency or a toxicity. And that could be anything from like a deficiency in vitamins, minerals, other nutrients. It could be a deficiency in love, in, in uh, safety, support, um, in, in uh, you know, good relationships, in a spiritual connection to maybe nature or to things around you, to each other, um, any sort of thing that is deficient in someone's life that you actually need to survive. You know, so there are many different, well, there's different categories for that. And I always tend to just, and I, I'm not the only one, again, to categorize those things into mind, body, spirit. But also, I would add community. Um, I would add, um, you know, more than spirit, but like, you know, soul, soul work, um, you know, to that list. And then it's so, so it's either a deficiency so or a toxicity. So some of those toxicities are things that are our environment, right? So that are outside of us, that are in the physical realm. And we'll go through some of those things too. They could be in the mental realm, like toxic thoughts, you know, um, toxic relationships too. Um, and they could be in the in the category of the spirit, of the soul, of 
you know, that existential question, you know, why am I here? What's my purpose? And, um, you know, maybe those things can become toxic, right? Like they can have, uh, some of them can be uh, toxicity rather than, you know, tanking you up to have more than enough or enough. Um, so we're going to go through some of those things, but I just wanted to set that stage, plant that seed, that disease and illness are either caused by deficiency or a toxicity. Um, and I also want to introduce the concepts of allostatic load, uh, total load theory, death by a thousand cuts, uh, this concept that with every single one of these usual suspects that I'm going to introduce to you today, um, with the introduction of, of any one of those or a combination of, and each person's combination is different, we really have this bucket that we can fill up in our bodies or in my mind, spirits, um, that we get to this tipping point where enough's enough. So if we don't, if we have too much toxicity um, and not enough of the gas or the uh, the good stuff to actually process or um, sort it out, you know, or to work properly, that bucket gets full and um, then it overflows, right? So then we've got disease, symptoms, illness, uh, maybe even death. So we have a certain threshold that our bodies are naturally able to handle, to be able to um, you know, live healthfully because we're always being assaulted, you know, by, by a plethora of things in our environments all day, every day. And that's just the nature of life, right? We don't live in bubbles. We don't, we can't just stay home. We can't, you know, um, you know, turn off the phone all the time. Sometimes we have to deal with life and life, uh, kind of interferes or things get into our space that we might not want them, you know, we might not want there. Um, but our bodies usually have the means by which to detoxify, um, all of those things. And, and, uh, we usually, if we're living healthfully, we can tank up and give ourselves the fuel to, um, you know, work properly. Uh, so when we get to this point where we are inundated, uh, every day and we can't actually, you know, put a little few, like, um, you know, empty out the bucket or, uh, you know, reduce that total load that we have on our bodies and minds and spirits and all that stuff. Um, it, we can't, we actually get sick. Okay. So I want that to just really sink in and hit home. If you've never really kind of heard that this concept before. Okay. So deficiency, toxicity, uh, you know, contributing to this total load, um, that Patty Lemmer coined, I'm pretty sure it was her that coined the total load theory. Um, and then others in the functional medicine, um, functional medicine world talk about root cause resolution. Um, so, okay. So that's setting the stage for us to go through the usual suspects. I have, I created a really cool infographic that I have in my book, uh, family health revolution that explains this, but I'm going to go do this verbally for you since this is a podcast and hope that you can follow along in your mind or you could take notes if you want, but I think really you can look around you and see where these usual suspects quote unquote lurk, you know, like I don't want you to be afraid, but I want you to be aware. So we're going to plant these seeds right now. Seeds of awareness. Okay. So what are some of these issues that can occur if we have a toxicity or a deficiency? and creating symptoms and disease states. So 
we will have an imbalanced uh, hormonal system. We'll have imbalanced immune systems, unhealthy hepatic system, which is the liver and gallbladder, which means that we don't detoxify very well. Um, we can have unhealthy lungs, right? Or heart or mouth, like oral health is super important. We're going to be talking about that in another session. Um, an unhealthy, imbalanced brain, uh, physical injury, dysfunctional detoxification system, which does have to do with liver and gallbladder, but also the other emunctory organs like skin, lungs, um, etc., kidneys. We can have dysfunctional methylation, uh, poor mental health. Uh, we've talked a little bit about mental health in a previous session so far. Um, active disease and reproductive problems. We can have infection as well, um, which I don't actually actually didn't have on that list, but um, that's another fallout from these usual suspects. But actually, infection is actually one of the suspects. Well, we'll get to that in just a sec. Okay, so when I represent, I talk about this whole concept of health, I like to use the metaphor or the image of a tree. And most people, a lot of people do this as health tree, right? That's not uh, original to my thinking, but I like it. So I've adopted it. And so this tree can be healthy with this beautiful canopy at the top of green leaves and all these healthy things. Or it cannot be healthy and have all the things sort of in that canopy, leaves falling off, dying, um, of all the things I just mentioned. Um, but what is the tree is growing from is a terrain of the soil. So we have, um, you know, mitochondria that are kind of like the soil, like make up the, the, the terrain. We'll talk about mitochondria again in, in another episode. We have the microbiome. We have the virome, and yes, some viruses, we are meant to live, coexist with viruses in and among us and, and around us. That is a natural thing as long as it's balanced. But again, we'll talk about that in another session. Um, we have a, a, a fungal, actually, um, a, a fungal existence or presence in the terrain in which we live and where we root our, our into our soil. So those things are really important to keep in balance and healthy. Um, so if those are not healthy, then we don't grow into these beautiful healthy trees, right? At the roots um, of our, our health that are growing within that soil, we have like family, right? We have our ancestors where we came from, not only physically, but energetically, right? We have chi and prana and energy in our life force. So those are the roots that actually have us, um, you know, be more grounded in our health and in that terrain that by which in which we live. And so um, what comes up from that is the our trunk, right? Where like this is our mind, body, spirit. This is what we are made of of these different aspects of ourselves. And we want the flow from that trunk of our bodies, of our of ourselves, to come and flow up into that beautiful canopy of health. So sometimes these things block our flow, some of these deficiencies and toxicities, and they also can choke out our lives. And so what am I gonna call them? I'm gonna call them weeds. <laughs> <laughs> so what are those weeds? What are the usual suspects? What are the weeds that are choking out life? Um, so, okay, let's start with, uh, I have them sort of listed 
kind of willy-nilly, but you can sort them out in your own minds what category they might fall into, mind, body, spirit, community, connection, um, you know, uh, cosmos, whatever, however you want to um, look at that. These are some examples of the usual suspects, okay? Incompatible EMF radiation. So this is something in our environment that we can encounter that can uh, damage our health. Um, trauma is another one. Root canals, actually, which is interesting. Um, and root canals falls under the uh, category of infection, right? Or heavy metal toxicity. So uh, because you, it, there's a, root canals create this tunnel into the bloodstream. So that's really important to keep, keep track of that, uh, that issue. Um, we have chemical toxins. We have heavy metals. We have bad energy and frequencies. We have chronic stress. We have biotoxins, which are actually toxins created by um, biological organisms. So we can have infection, like I was saying. Um, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like a, an active infection. It could just be, you know, a couple of different critters that are introduced into our body. But when they are combined, it uh, will suppress and occupy our immune systems. It will keep them too busy to, you know, sort out other things that might be um, in our environments that could be potential assaults. So um, we've got, you know, the viruses and the bacteria and the funguses, candida, yeasts, those things that can overgrow and become weeds in our terrain. Um, we've got negative thoughts and beliefs. Uh, we've got poor lifestyle habits. We have structural damage to the body, infection and dysbiosis, which uh, same, you know, that can create biotoxins, um, bad relationships, and these are all antecedents and triggers, right? So all of these things will tr create, um, you know, symptoms, disrupt balance and potentially cause disease and illness. Um, and then fear and anxiety is another one of these, uh, these usual suspects. So again, we can categorize all of this stuff into the environmental inputs that we experience, you know, during our life on this planet. So if we can look at all of those different categories, those different, um, you know, I guess entry points, right? We can better, we can first, first we can minimize our exposure. So, I mean, for example, uh, if we're, we have an exposure to chemical toxins, we, that's um, partially in our control to control that, uh, to be able to reduce that, I should say. Uh, so we don't take in as many chemicals into our bodies because we are buying more green products, right? So we're not buying a bunch of stuff that's got a lot of chemicals in it, like body care stuff or things like um, laundry soap with heavy perfumes and scents, um, you know, cleaning supplies, things like that. So that's one way that we can reduce our exposure. Um, there's another, there are a few other things that we can actually practice in our own lives. Um, like for instance, I'm going to pick chronic stress because that's one of the usual suspects that is actually really all of this causes stress. All of it causes stress on the body, where it would be physical, mental, emotional, um, you know, spiritual, all that, um, relationship connection, all of it can contribute to a state of chronic stress. 
And so how do we reduce that? Well, first we look at our lifestyles, what we're eating, what we're thinking, or sorry, what we're doing, what we're ingesting, um, you know, what we're breathing, all that stuff, but also our energetic space, right? So what is it that causes chronic stress in the ways that we actually live? Um, so what are we doing with our time? Do we feel like what we're doing is purposeful? Do we like our jobs? Do we enjoy our relationships? Do we, um, you know, uh, do the things that we love to do, like um, hobbies and, and our, you know, creativity? Are we expressing our creative selves? And are we doing things to reduce the stress of the world? Because we live in a very stressful society right now. And um, a chronic stress, not just, you know, that normal stress where, you know, you'd be running away from a tiger when the tiger arises, but we are constantly being faced with tigers, uh, you know, um, threatening our survival, whether it be a real threat or not, you know, or if it's perceived. So how do we do meditative practices? Do we breathe? Do we focus on our symptoms so that we can actually rectify them? Do we feel empowered in our lives? Do we cultivate that empowerment by learning and, and discussing and conversing and connecting with others? So many, many different things. We're going to do an entire session, maybe a few of them, um, on stress reduction and different layers and levels of that. So these are just a couple of examples of the usual suspects. So there are, so again, to reiterate, we've got things we can do um, to reduce our exposure in, the env- in our environments, right? So those mental, emotional, spiritual, physical environments in, in which we live. Then once we do that, once we minimize, we can start removing them. Um, you know, we can minimize our exposure, our continued exposure, and maybe even pluck them out, remove them. Um, and then we can actually uh, see what falls away. Once we do that, actually, I see a lot of my clients, they'll get 80% better just with that one step of reducing the input, reducing that total load, and changing things in their lives that they have 100% control over. And, um, and then the next step is to actually repair, right? So what is it that's kind of left? after you know kind of like comes out in the wash what's left do we have an infection to knock out do we have you know some toxicity to detox do we have you know a few residual things that and sometimes that is the case especially if there's been a dis-ease or an illness that has been long-standing or chronic um, or a dis-ease or illness that has been deemed in the medical profession to be forever um and as you know, if you've listened to me before, you know that I don't think anything is forever. Um, all right, so th- those are my thoughts. Those are the usual suspects. Um, and oh, and what I was gonna say too, that there is a, there are a couple of things that um, restoring a happy terrain. So I wanna just mention that because the terrain you know, of our bodies, of our health is so important. And so what we want to do there is minimize the weeds, right? So clear, you have this clear communication between the cells and the symbionts that live in and among us. We want to have ample water and stay hydrated. Um, And we want our bodies to be sort of like a non-acidic environment because um, 
disease, cancer cells, all of that thrive in an acidic environment. We want unimpeded drainage, right? So detox pathways and organs are clear. Um, and we want to be detoxified, right? So that could be like an everyday detox way of life. Could be, you know, blueberries. You eat blueberries every day. You have a diet that is conducive to, detox to detoxification. You make maybe make some green juices, but you also are constantly detoxifying your mind, your spirit, your environment, your relationships, all of that. And also, it needs to be nutrient rich. So we're addressing deficiencies. We're eating well, right? We're we're giving our body the right fuel. You don't want to put diesel into a gas tank because it ain't gonna work. Um, diverse microbiome. So we want to balance the biome. We want warm soil. So we want to correct low body temperature, which is actually like a core issue that a lot of people don't know about. Um, we want an oxygenated, you know, aerated soil. So oxygen rich blood and tissues. So that has to do a lot with, um, maybe even exercising, right? Move it, movement. Um, some herbs and teas actually are excellent for that, and uh, essential oils actually as well. So we want to limit or eliminate chemicals. Those do not need to be in the body. We need to live in and among with you know uh, with uh, our microbiomes, our biomes, the fungal um, you know presence you know on our earth that is natural and that is actually very mutually beneficial but chemicals are not they include unnecessary medications uh, so medications you don't actually need that you could actually you know deal with a specific thing in a different way uh, maybe a more natural way maybe a way that is actually uncovering some of these usual suspects rather than covering them up um, medical procedures, some of them can be unnecessary. You just have to figure that out, which, which are and which aren't. And um, antibiotics can be those things as well. And then other chemicals that are in your environment, like all it is is a matter of switching up the brands that you use in your home and you make it that much more um, conducive to good health when you live there. Okay, so I think that's all I'm going to say about the usual suspects. And, you know, as we continue on with this podcast and these sessions, we're going to be unpacking all of those things one at a time um, and getting a lot more juicy, good details about, about them, their definitions, and actually how to incorporate some of those things into your life. So detoxing or eliminating or addressing some of these usual suspects. And I hope in the end that you're going to find yourself um, coming through whatever health challenges that have spurred you on to listen to this in the first place. Okay, so this podcast is sponsored by the Healthy Family Formula, which essentially means that we share our information for free. All we ask is that before you move on to the next hundred things on your to-do list for today, take what you learn and instead of waiting until Monday, January 1st, or any other arbitrary date in the future, act on it now. Buy that new food, start that new routine, shift into that healthier habit. The little steps steadily move you past the miles you leave behind you. For more information about anything related to family health, do pick up my book and check out our newsletter, blog, individual and group coaching programs, and practitioner training program at healthyfamilyformula.com. And you can also like our Facebook page, 
facebook.com healthy family formula. Thank you for listening as it was a pleasure to spend this time with you today. May you and your family be well. Please note that Family Health Revolution podcast is not a source for diagnosis or medical treatment, but is the opinion of the host. This podcast is intended to empower people with information so they can make the best health decisions for themselves. It is up to each person to listen to their inner wisdom, consider the information they deem to be accurate and applicable to their individual situation, and consult with their trusted health care providers, if they so choose, when making any decisions regarding their own health or the health of their loved ones. Each person's health is their own responsibility. Thank you.